Without a doubt, you're listening to the World Famous Wide Reef Radio. We've got number 495 for Monday, December 23rd, 2013. Without a doubt, tonight we're brought to you by uh, CravenSpeed.com, MotoringBadges.com, the new Mini, and without a doubt, OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. That's OutMotoring.com. One, a two, a one, two, three, and good evening, everybody. This is DB uh, in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio, uh, joined this evening by uh, my good friend uh, Todd Pearson from Kansas City. And um, do you know, Todd, I was looking on the Internet today, and there's somebody put up a map of all the places where it's legal to drink in public, and Kansas City's in that list. It is? It's, yes. Because it must be in, maybe... In my, in my city... In my city specifically, in Lenexa, which I, I mean, I guess you'd properly call it the Bible Belt, <laughs> it's illegal to sit on your front porch and have a drink. Oh, maybe it's in the other you Kansas know? City. Not your Kansas City, but the other Kansas City. It's in the city city. It's probably Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, that's because it, there's a lot of outdoor restaurants. It should and, be um, illegal anywhere to sit on your porch and watch traffic go by and have a drink. That's what I'm saying. And that, of course, our friend, well, uh, our chief mechanic, Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. <laughs> <laughs> what? Todd's off like about it. You're, dude, you're like a half second behind. It's really funny. So see, it is, it is not just me. It is everybody. We're taxing the internet here. Yes. Hey, right? look, Nick's going to watch. That's correct. Anyway, we're Wait. not here talking about how fast the internet is uh, on a Monday night. Or... Um, the weather or Oreos. Did you guys see that cool Oreo thing that Larry Simpson shared with us on Facebook? Yes, I love that. The little, uh, it's a French press or milk frother or something like that. <laughs> it's like French press and you use it to dunk Oreos. I got to show you guys this. This is classically awesome. Let me pull up my screen. Yes, share it's very cool. You guys have to see this because um, somehow we have become uh, synonymous with uh, Oreos. I'm not really sure how that happened. But it did. There, there could be worse things. Yeah, really. there could be. I, I'm saying. So here's the little gizmo here. So somebody grabbed the little baby Oreos and then um, uh, put them in a French press and then filled it full of milk, and then you press it down. And voila, Oreos pre-dunked. Doesn't do it for me because I don't dunk my Oreos, man. I don't either. I just eat them straight. If there are chunks in my milk, I'm pouring it out. Yep. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so we're not going to really talk much about Oreos cool, tonight. It was very cool. Thank you. We thank Larry for sharing <laughs> that, of course. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. I'm not, how did we get everybody yes. getting uh, getting us on the Oreo thing? How did that happen? Oh, because we were talking about Oreo well, stuffing in weeks the spray ago, can. We yeah. Well, we started this story because that week, the news of the week was Oreo double stuff is not really double the stuff. That's right. And that just, we just started down a trail of Oreo goodness. Yes, that's right. And it became that's right. Part, part of the white roof lexicon. Yeah. You know, and that reminds me, um, this week too, was that new Apple commercial? I'm sure you guys all saw a little kid, you know, taking the video, made everybody cry, blah, blah, blah. Right? Don't yeah. listen to the nerds talk about the Apple commercial. Just don't, because they ruin it for everybody. 
I haven't listened to any nerds talk about it. I thought it was I thought it was uh uh well done and I watched it and it was very nice and that was Yeah, it. I thought it was very nice and the nerds I don't ruined care what it. So he... Don't listen to the nerds cuz they will totally ruin it for you. <laughs> uh DB's looks the best actually Nick because I I have an, uh, the, the newest camera I believe and um for Christmas I'm hoping to send everybody one of these out to improve everybody else's look as well. It's a very nice camera. It's a Logitech yeah. um, the 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 C920, I think it is. Well, super nice. Mine's just my laptop. The iMac built. Yeah, the iMac built in and Chad's laptop are they're both really nice. But we'll upgrade you guys, make them nice. It'll be cool. I think Chad needs some HD. I really do. <laughs> right. Yeah, be nice. <laughs> and this and this year, instead of the Porsche, we have a Mini. Oh. Everybody. A white. That got, but that white, one's got a. And now we got a CVT, right? It's got a yeah, red red spare tire. It's up on jack stands in the That's showroom. Nice. In the showroom. Yeah. It's going to be there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be in there a little while. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what we're doing with it yet. We're, we're going to make that decision by January 2nd. All right. You still have a couple weeks. I said a mini, in its, a mini in its natural habitat on jack stands. <laughs> it runs great. It just doesn't go forward. It well. just doesn't drive. You just can't put it into drive. Hey, speaking of, Chad, I'll, I'll ask you this question since I'm speaking of transmissions here. Is um, I got a little nervous today because I was driving around and um, downshifting to a stoplight, going from third to second, you know, slow down a little bit. Right. And and it might have just been me, but I like I could not get the car to go into gear. I was like, what is going on here? You know, and then I slammed it all the way over and felt like, okay, I can get over to like push it up to reverse, but I'm moving forward. I don't want to do that. I couldn't get it to pull, and then finally, I, you know, got it up into first. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And so, you know, I got to the dealer, um, did my stuff there, got back in the car, uh, started driving down the street, and the, it felt a little clunky shifting, not terrible. And it's not cold today. It was like 60 degrees. Right. And uh, everything felt fine. The clutch feel felt fine. Because I've had a slave cylinder go out before, and that's what happens. Is your clutch is in, and you can't shift it into gear because the yeah. clutch isn't engaging. Yeah. So I was kind of worried that I had a slave cylinder going bad again. Uh, you know, trying if if the, if the clutch is in and the and the clutch is feeling normal to you, and you're you're having an issue with getting it into gear, I would say more of like shifter cables or uh, you know temperature or something like that. You know, but obviously you said it was it was you know sixty. So, um, you know, I've had a you know customers like you know it's really hard to get into gear when it's really really cold out. While all that grease that's in the actual shifter cable yeah. is like clamping yeah. down on the cable, and it's making it harder to shift. I can see that. Um, so you know, the, the, I started thinking as you were talking about this is like, okay, did you run over some ice? Is there something stuck up under the car? Is you know, occasionally, yeah, the the gears just bind because you're shifting too fast or something didn't quite. Sometimes you just have to. You know, put the shifter in the neutral and just kind of wiggle it back and forth a little bit to kind of free everything up, and then try to put it into gear. And that's kind of what I did. Is I set, yeah, I yeah, I, uh, I went through and I you know might also helped that too. You know, yeah, I rode through the gears a couple of times and it, it felt okay coming home. And then the car sat for maybe an hour, hour and a half. I got in it again, and then everything felt perfect. Yeah, you know, yeah. shifted really smoothly, like butter, like it normally does, and it was like Something that's starting to worry or, me. It's like, you know, I, I can't say that it's one thing or another, but um, you know, my like just gut feeling looked, that I'm going to grab out of the air is going to be like maybe your LSDs going on your uh, on your trans. You know, the mini LSDs were yeah, was, LSDs, but they weren't. 
the best LSDs in the world. You know, they're kind of yeah. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to pay to have that bad boy replaced. Yeah, I've also had another uh, customer who had a bad LSD in their GP. Mm. A lot more miles yeah. than you, and a lot more abuse per se. Um, but, I just turned sixty. Yeah, this car has eighty-five or something. But the first guy that had it just—I mean, two accidents, just tons of miles. Just, yeah. it yeah. just beat the car to hell. So I mean, it was just a it, car. It was at that weird point to him. Could is there a way? Like I, I if I had been looking before when the slave cylinder went bad, they um, checked it out and they said it had been leaking, and you could you could tell. Yeah. Um, before it went bad, would you be able to see something like that if it were happening again from losing, you know, fluid and pressure? Uh, yeah, you you might more or less the uh, the little um, accordion sleeve over the thing would actually feel like it has pressure if you're actually under the car, and while it's in place, you can actually uh-huh. pull it. If you get fluid out, then yeah, you, you can see. My experience is, yeah, a slave cylinder can fail, but normally the slave cylinder has to come off for it to fail, versus. Um, it just failing on its own. Normally, you have to somehow hit it or do something to cause it to fail. Just the normal operation, for the most part, is not going to make it fail. Uh, we see them fail here at the shop because we've taken it off. We're doing a clutch. We go to put it back on. Up, oh, there's fluid. You know, just by moving it, just that little bit, just by taking it off and on, causes it to fail. But you're just driving the car every day. Interesting. Uh, it shouldn't just fail. Hmm. From our I was going to say, and it, it failed about a year and a half ago when they replaced it, and it right. was under warranty at the time, hmm. but it was one of those instances where, and I was in the, in the parking lot, and the clutch went to the floor, and it wouldn't come, it was just like, it was stuck on the floor, yeah, and, that's, and that's um, I let the car sit long enough, and it built up enough pressure where I could get home, Right. but um, that was it. Yeah, I mean, and that's a little bit different situation than what you're talking about now. Um, I yeah, think that yeah. This was more of something in the transmission bound up that maybe something didn't quite get shifted fast enough from what you were trying to do, and it just kind of was binding up some. Very Interesting. Cool. Well, I'll keep an eye on it. If anybody else is having those issues, you know, write in to ask Chad at whiteroofradio.com. Ask Chad whiteroofradio.com, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, this this week, ask Chad at whiteroofradio.com was bombarded by share videos. <laughs> Yes, it was. I saw that. I'm going to show those later. Thanks, <laughs> thanks again. Thanks again to our friend, to our friend Zeke. Of course, it was Zeke. He sent in all share videos for Maybe. us. Which, um, you know, we've and, got a lot and, of. And it wasn't just that. It was the correction of we had it wrong uh, when we said the um, you know the share song on the on the ship was. We said it was. Um, what did we say it was? And it was wrong. It was turn back time. Uh, no, it was um, the other believe in love or believe in life after love or whichever. Yeah, that's something believe. Like that, yeah. We thought it was believe, and it turned out it turned out it was uh, turn back yeah, turn back time. And I'm like, well, that just shows how not gay we are. So, <laughs> wow, thanks, dude. All right, before we get any further deeper into this show, um, I want to do a couple of spots. I want to pay some bills. I want to tell you guys about something very cool. I was talking to our friend Kellen this week. I want to tell you guys about this because it is rad, and you guys are going to dig it, and we have a special offer just for uh, White Refrain listeners. Uh, but before, no, you guys are, you guys need to check out the N-Gage. I'm going to show it to you in just a minute. Um, I want you guys to click over to whiterefrain.com. I want you to click on the final test, test drive 
banner ad at the top of the page and go check out all the submissions. Voting starts um, shortly after the first of the year for the winner, and we get to help pick one of ten people that get to test drive, pre-test drive the F-56. Fantastic opportunity. Get to drive it for anybody else in a special, fancy way that you choose. And then possibly having the chance of winning the opportunity to build a custom mini after your name or whatever you want to call it, you know, your name, your dog spot or whatever. Um, very cool stuff. Click over whyyourafraid.com. Click on the final test test drive banner for us if you'd be so kind. Then I want you to go over to Craven Speed. I'm going to show you guys this. For those of you who are watching live in the in the in the uh, watching live tonight, I'm going to show this with you guys. <laughs> this is rad. Check it out. Okay, so this is brand new. This is called the N gauge. It's from Craven. It's a brand new gauge system. There's a video over there. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. All right, new font face, bezel, needle. Everything, right? looks really badass. I think it does. It looks super cool. Um, and Kellen was super excited about this. He was so excited, he actually emailed me before the show, and he said, hey, this thing's really cool. We think you guys would like it. And I checked it out, and I go, oh, dude, that's really rad. Uh, and he says, uh, no R50 support, so it won't work on my car, but it works with all the R with all the second-gen cars, so you clubman owners, uh, countrymen, pacemen, and hardtops, R56 cars. It'll work perfectly. Now, if you guys really like it a lot, and I think you will, here's what you're going to do. is If you click over to cravenspeed.com, and if you go to buy one, if you use the coupon code for this item until the end of the year of WRRNGAUGE, G-A-U-G-E, Kellen's going to knock 100 bucks off the price. Not just 5% on this wow. one, dollars. $100. So it's, it's a $600 kit. Spendy, to be sure, but, I mean, you know it's going to be top-notch and great stuff because it's from Craven. We're saving you $100. You can get this for $499 if you use the coupon code of WRRNGAGE over at uh, Craven Speed. You should go check this out, and if you think it's something you like, buy it and use that code. And if you forget the code, message me however you choose to message me, and I will send it to you, and I'm also going to include it in the show notes. But, yeah, that's a really cool opportunity to get something really bitchy from Craven Speed and save a lot of money doing it. CravenSpeed.com, and the, it's actually CravenSpeed.com forward slash N-G-A-U-G-E. N-G-A-U-G-E. Put one in your cart. Use the coupon code of W-R-R-N-G-A-U-G-E. Save 100 bucks. Sweet. If you buy anything else from them, and if you use coupon code of SHARE for the rest of December, save 5%. Still a pretty good deal. Don't try to double up on the coupon, though, because you can't. It doesn't work that way. You get 100 bucks or you get 5%. You pick. Uh, that's courtesy of our friends over our bestest friends in the whole wide world, planet, and everywhere else uh, over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini. Go check them out, please. It's a rad deal. It's like a really sharp gauge kit, too. I think it does. Am I by myself again? I think it's very no, cool. I'm, yeah, um, it's great. No, I just uh, muted myself. Okay, cool. Um, well, now I guess would be a really good time. It's just something we still need to figure out how to do is how to turn on news music. We can't do that. No, 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 no. I just wasn't prepared for it, though. No, 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 Or Gabe's music, maybe. Yeah. and Or share. Hey, the big news is... um. Well, I want to say the big news. Well, just starting news is we go back to something that dropped. We're recording the show on Thursday, yesterday, and today. If you signed up for the mini gift swap, oh. the big mini USA gift swap. Uh, yeah. Um, this was funny. fun yesterday. They sent out the name of your gifty individual. Yes. And then I don't know. A couple hours later, got another one. <laughs> different yes. name. 
So after that happened to me as well. Had already and some people, some people I heard actually didn't actually get their gifty. Um, until today, and then they showed up at five o'clock today. So, uh, yeah, it, it took a couple of days, and then a lot of people who were like, I didn't get one, and they're like, okay, we're working on it, and then today, so I think by now, well, of course, it's, you know, by the time you're hearing this show on, on the following Monday, Monday before Christmas, hopefully everybody's got their gift person names out, and they're giving you till you know, they would say, get it out before the end of the year, so you got another week and a half, you know, almost two weeks to, uh, to send a gift, around $10, and share the mini love. There you go. Cool. That's a, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a, a pretty cool idea. And if, it, it, there were some glitches, and I think some people will will have sent out two gifts, unbeknownst to them. So, hey, some people are probably going to get more than one gift. That's the cool part. You know, maybe you'll be one of the lucky people who is going to actually get two gifts from people because of the screw-up. Awesome. <laughs> so look at it as a bonus that way. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty exciting. Uh, and then we move on. We see that BMW is adding a thousand new jobs, so that's cool. And hey, did anybody? Did you guys see the video that's been going around the internet of the production of the F56? They show inside. It's about an eleven-minute video, and uh, they show the car, you know, like stamping of the of the bonnet, and then welding up the two pieces of it, and then the paint shop. And it's a it's an awesome video at Oxford. Yeah, I haven't seen I, that yet. I've not seen that yet, no, but that'd be really cool to see. I, you know, I started watching it is and very I've seen cool. like pieces, I'll, parts. Yeah, I'll try and link that up for you guys because it's like 11 minutes and it's worth watching for the whole thing. It's fascinating. And DB, that place has changed a lot since we were there in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it's completely brought into the 21st century since we were there even. Yeah, it still looked pretty old. Like they just finished building MGs on that plant. Um, maybe like a year before when we were there. Yeah, in it was. Uh, there was. Yeah, it was. It was pretty high tech at the time. Like every everything was barcoded, and they were shooting things with barcodes to make sure you know the right options went on the cars. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like it's even a little more high tech still yet. And um, the something if you've been on the on the tour in Oxford that we found absolutely amazing is how quiet it is in that factory. And, I was, I was really uh, that. that's that's because um, they're not using they're using electric tools instead of air tools on everything, which really makes it quiet. Mm-hmm. Electric tools for the at least mind. that's what we were told at the time. Is that, is that right, DB? Yeah, it was all electric tools. Well, we, you'd know if it was air tools because they right there's all that sound of air moving, yeah, was, which is really loud. Chad knows how loud yeah. air tools get. Yeah, definitely. Um, but in at the in the factory, it was all everything was electric. It was, it was either hydraulic or electric, and you could almost hear a pin drop. That was amazing. And everything was spotless, you amazingly clean. From, There's a yeah, lot you of, could uh, shout from one side of the factory to the other and hear people, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, totally. totally. Yeah, a lot of factories are going to that way, though. I mean, definitely uh, quieter because they're realizing uh, the human factor, you know, making sure that people can hear what they're supposed to hear and, and they're not damaging their hearing and, you know, stuff like that because... They have all of the ergonomics as far as like lifting and being able to have two men to do an operation and all that type of stuff. I mean, the same thing goes for hearing. You know, if you got it too loud in there, you're going to lose you know a certain amount of hearing when you get older, and that's going to re- require uh, 
you know, different type of medical, you know, needs. Well, it puts you on people. edge being in a yeah, being in a noisy environment all day long puts you on edge too. Like, kind of grates on your nerves. By the end of the day, you're like, okay, I just want to be someplace quiet. Yep, yep. It's kind of like really being after a day. You just want to be done with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's like just like this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hide now. Leave me alone. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I have days <laughs> like that all the time. Just leave me alone. So anyway, yeah, they're adding a thousand new jobs. Yeah, so that's really cool. Um, And then there was one other story that we really cared about, and I believe that was the electric uh, coupe. Yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, the the electric coupe, that's cool, because that that dropped, uh, we saw pictures of, of, what do I want to say, spy pics of that. The big Mm -hmm. news, I think, for the week was the uh, John Cooper Works concept will be at Detroit that uh, we'll get to see in a few weeks. Yeah. And the pictures of this car. doesn't look like this. <laughs> what what don't you like about it? This looks like a Daihatsu. It, it um, looks it looks like a Daihatsu a... charade in thunder gray with red stripes. And it's a it's a stainless brushed finish on that car too. And, it's and, not and its mouth gray. is it's got a that giant mouth. Yeah, it really does. The front end is not terribly attractive. And what no. the heck did they do with those stripes? Why did they end there? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's a render, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I these know are these renders drawings. are usually are usually fairly accurate, but wow. I hope the front end doesn't look anything like this because I don't. Yeah. I, I I honestly I think this car looks Japanese. It doesn't look anything uh, like a to me. It looks weird. Is it? Is it just Especially me, or is the, the trend in automotive? I know. In all automotive design, if you noticed, all cars are going to these huge grills in the front, this yeah. giant mouth look. Yeah. It's not just mini. It's a, I think it's a trend in automotive design. And yeah. it's a little disconcerting. I just don't like it. I'm not a fan. I don't think You know, when I'm walking down the street and I see a mouth breather walking you know, the other way, I chuckle and kind of think to myself, you know, that guy would probably suck in less bugs into his mouth if he closed it. And and that seems to be what automakers are doing as they're going to that whole mouth breather look. I don't know if I like it. Pretty sure I don't. I really don't I, like I don't the way myself. this car looks. And like I think in time. the right color. In a dark color, I think the new Mini looks great. I think you, it masks a lot of that. Yeah. But. But. The 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 S doesn't look like this to me, like this render. Well, the bumper, the the arrow kit, the JCW arrow kit is on there. Is what's different. Yeah, I need to pull up an I need to pull up an image of the S, because this render looks funky to me. It looks like I said, like a Daihatsu charade, um, painted thunder gray with red well, racing the, stripes. The arches are slightly different on the sides of the car too. The fender arches are slightly different. Maybe uh, it's got the arrow kit, different front and rear bumper, different side skirts. Other than that, the car's identical. Well, that red. What about that red bar across the grill? What do you guys think of that? I, don't, I like that. That that's okay. And the red accent pieces around like the the air ducts and stuff. I think those are cool. But there's just something about the overall I do shape. Like it's, the the way that the headlights look like they've been smashed into the car forcefully. Like somebody just went poof. Like there's like on a stuck on a piece of clay, and they've just really made them like stuck them in there a lot. And it just looks. I don't know. There's just something about it. it. Looks weird. It looks roundy, but like not consistent. Like there's too many round edges going all over the place. It's confusing me. Makes it look Japanese. Yeah. 
it's it's and maybe it's just when me. I'm looking at the roof picture of it though. Those totally look like white stripes on a silver car, and I'm sure that didn't didn't mean to make it look like that, but that's the way it came out. Yeah, well, you know there's red accent around the gas cap. You see that? And remember, this is a concept now. You know, lest we get really crazy about it, because there's no way Mini's going to come out with this brushed finish on a car. Um, however, they they did that. <laughs> I doubt that's going to be a, a production item. But I think all the little red accents, I think the stripes, um, the wheels, maybe, maybe not. They look like a cross between the JCW Countryman wheel and the new GP wheel. Yeah, they look like um, the new GP wheel, totally. Yeah, five-spoke version of that. But yeah, man, that front bumper is a little crusty for me. Just uh, a little. They got I those little uh, wing tips on the wings. Person. Yeah, you see in person. I do like the carbon fiber surrounds on the exhaust tips, though. Those are those are very nice. Yeah, that's a nice. Not, touch. I, I need to see it in person. I can't judge a I can't judge you a picture. Bro. I can't judge a drawing. Well, I tell you, we will see it in person. Um, uh, I'll be at the Detroit. Uh, North American International Auto Show, um, I say around the 12th of January, right. so a little less than a month from now. So um, I think Gabe and I are going to be there to see this car in the flesh for the first time. So you'll see it first. We'll be posting pictures. Keep an eye on our Instagram. And Gabe will over-process them on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> well, I'm not going to. You, I, I'm, I'm going to take it raw and, and uh, do what I can to do some good you know, iPhone pics. But uh, we'll do what we can to bring those to you first, and that will be on Monday, January the – somebody help me out here. Um, Detroit International Auto Show? Looks like January the 13th. Yeah, Monday, That's January the 13th, it, when those pictures are going to start dropping from us here on White Roof Radio, a Facebook page, Instagram. Be sure and keep an eye out. That will be a fun day. Uh, yeah, plus yeah. Gabe will put all his over on uh, motoringfile.com. Yeah, but Gabe wants to process them first and upload them to Flickr and all of that, and it takes him forever. And I'll have them instantly on there, just yeah. shooting it, shooting a good pic from the iPhone, uploading it from there. There you go. iPhone takes nice photos. So. Keep an eye out for that. And then that mini, that mini e race coupe, which I thought was really interesting because I think they recycled a, a lot of the mini e parts and put them into coupe form. Did you read that at all about the mini? They e may. Uh no, and I don't know what the what the story is um as far as that goes. But man, where are they gonna put the batteries in this car? Is it gonna fill the whole boot? I don't know, but I thought it looked really cool. I thought it was an interesting concept. I guess. Well, I don't. I, I kind of. It's an electric car, and we're not gonna get an electric car. But. Well, they did it with the with the i three and the i eight. So I mean, it's not full on electric, but there's a lot of electric technology in that. It's right. It's kind of half electric. And you wonder, well, since they've got those, why are they why are they messing with the mini anymore? But you know, I guess research and development, right? R and D, baby. So you got to spend I, enough fun money on something. Yeah, I, you know the the last <laughs> mini electric cars went over real well, though. I mean, yeah, I thought so too. And then they recycle them and use them in the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, look at all of the press that they got from that. Oh yeah, Plus, tons. You know everything else. I mean, those cars, while they made absolutely no money on it. Made them money, so I got to right. drive it. It was um, it was an interesting car that electric mini. Um, 
Uh, oh, I've been to in drive. A, I've it was been very in a cold car. electric cars. I mean, it's completely a different car overall. I mean, it is 100% a different car than you're ever used to driving, no matter what that you know car is. You know, you can get in the exact same yeah. car and be like, "Wow, this is completely different," just by making it electric. You know, the biggest of big block Corvettes, and all of a sudden it's like, "Wow, it's electric." Yeah. It's really <laughs> quiet. Cool. Uh, we'll see what comes of that. The uh, yeah. electric coupe. I thought, yeah, we'll see. Um, I thought, but you know what's really interesting too is because um, Todd and I and, and everybody, we've all had the chance to meet some really nice people from Mini USA that have since moved on to BMW. So now my Facebook and Instagram feed is full of pictures of uh, bobsleds. Yeah, because BMW is sponsoring the. Uh, exactly. Uh, so apparently BMW is. Yeah, BMW is building like a top-notch carbon fiber sled for the Olympics. It looks that looks badass. Better than curling. And I think for testing for testing purposes and all that, they can put BMW logos on it. Although I haven't looked that closely. But in the Olympics itself, corporate logos I think are banned. I don't think. Yeah, no corporate logos during the Olympics. Olympics. And the funny thing is, I know we're going to get some emails from Zeke again because his parents are on a curling league. Well, all Canadians oh, nice. are on a curling league. Yeah. Yeah. I, think that's, uh, I think that's the law up in Canada. Is if you're Canadian, you have to belong. You have to be a member of a, a curling club. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And you have to participate in at least one It'd be really good with a little broom. <laughs> yes. You know, a little broom. A little broom. And, and you have to participate in at least one bond spiel a year. At least one. shoes for that. They have special shoes. They have special broom. Special ice. They have medicine for that. <laughs> it's called whiskey. <laughs> How do you cure curling on the next White Roof Radio? And with oh that, gosh. are we done with the news? We're done with so the news. I think we're done with the news. Yeah, let's remind you, uh, finally, um, I don't know if you guys, you guys tonight, watching tonight, if you haven't done your mini shopping yet, well, you're screwed, but you really should uh, hurry up and click over to outmotoring.com, load up your cart full of just some really cool stuff, uh, and just start handing it out to all of your mini friends. Uh, movies, um, cool mm-hmm. accessories, and other miscellaneous accessories, a lot of stuff over there you can get on the cheap for like less than 20 bucks, create stocking stuffers, there's still like another day. No, you I mean, you you could get a gift certificate up until oh, like you the, totally do a gift the the wee hours of the day before. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Aaron is probably working just a little bit of Christmas Eve, just like we all are. Anybody yeah. can get a gift certificate from any of us, you know, for the last second, and that way you make sure that the size is always right. <laughs> I love it. Nicely done. Outmotoring.com. Use a coupon code of share. For the rest of December, you're going to save 5% on your order from outmotoring.com. Now, mini performance, speed, and whatever else is on the homepage right now, that's all, outmotoring.com. Go check them out, please. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, outmotoring.com is the Mini Cooper Parts and Accessories Superstore. Mm-hmm. It looks like they've got books on the homepage right now. Yeah, so there's like all kinds of gift ideas. You just guys got to go check this stuff out. It's rad, super rad. If you like to read. Well, yeah. Everybody who likes to read. Everybody read. likes to read. This is all the right. interwebs. It is the interwebs. Moving on. We've done all the sponsor stuff already. I guess we're done. Oh, we've done news. That's good. We got an ask chat question. We did. We got an ask chat uh, question from the, the live chat, chat uh, cool. from Brian Brian Hinkle. He writes in, 
um, from he's got a tw 2010 R56 Cooper with manual transmission, 93,000 miles. Had an alignment a couple weeks ago, um, and then he noticed it started pulling to the left. Nothing dramatic, um, but it was noticeable. You know, that's for a, a reason, Brian. It makes you faster at NASCAR. Pulls to the yeah. left. <laughs> uh, he took it back to the shop and they didn't charge him they just didn't quite get it right he took it back to the dealer uh, and it was out of alignment they didn't charge him to fix it and everything's good now but he's curious what might have caused uh, the alignment to kind of just go a little bit off and make him start you know, grooving to the left well <clears throat> this could have been a lot of different things um, the thing that probably it was was when you basically have a tie rod and you've got a nut on it, and there's a flat on the other end, and you're trying to pull a wrench around that, and when you're trying to just turn something around a particular point, if you pull just a little bit one way or the other with that wrench, it can actually slide everything one way or the other. And even though the string wheel is locked into position, it's going to be off ever so slight. So you have to keep, you have to be very careful, especially in a car that has a little bit of a frozen tie rod that okay. has gotten a little bit, you know, you need to throw a little heat to it or something like that. Yeah. Um, once you've heated it up and you have some penetrating lube in there and you're actually pulling the wrench down, Checks things like start moving and you could, one, pull the wrench a little bit sideways. So that's going to pull it off ever just so slightly. And then uh, once it starts cooling, that heat is going to sh you know, shift the, the adjustment ever so slight. So when we get done actually heating a tie rod, we like to make sure it's like, okay, is it cool? We blow it down with compressed air. Can we touch it with just our hands without said, feeling <laughs> Right. Without, uh, without feeling it. He said penetrating. Yes. <laughs> We lube it up and you know make sure it's nice and. Or especially when Z comes to town. Ooh, yeah. hey now. <laughs> so uh, more than likely his. We've gone blue off. tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We'll lose our liquor license. Yeah, right. <laughs> so more than likely his alignment was off ever so slightly because of those type of factors, whether it was the a little bit of heat was used or somebody didn't quite set something just perfect or, you know, because when you're under there, you could be pulling on that that uh, that wrench with all your might and that tie rod is just not moving at all. Not going to do it. So, and Is it just me, Chad, or do minis, is it rare for minis to really go out of alignment? I mean, you got to hit them pretty good because they're pretty sturdy cars, aren't they? I, I think in all of the minis I've had, and I keep an eye on my tire wear and as many miles as I've put on, I don't think I've ever had to get an alignment on any done, of them. And, I've only and done it once. And that's where you're wrong. It is a sturdy car, but that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't need alignment. Even though people are like, well, it drives straight and the tire wear is fine and stuff, that doesn't mean that it's not out of alignment. Um, my yeah. average rule for most people is once a year. And okay. that's every yeah. year. Right. And definitely any single time you buy new tires. Even if yeah. you don't do once a year and, you, and yeah. you're getting a new set of tires every two to every two and a half years or something like that, every time you're getting those new set of tires, you've got a new spot to make sure that you've got a, a zero point. Put those tires on, get the car aligned. And this goes back to our friend who's having the alignment issues. 
Um, pop the hood. Look at the top of your strut towers. Did they pull the little pin for your uh, your struts? Um, most of the new cars now are, are plastic. Some of the early cars were a little metal pin, but it's you'll see those three bolts on the top of the strut tower, and there's just a little tiny pin. And it basically, sometimes they just push in, other times they kind of screw out. But if those pins are still in, they didn't do your limit. Oh. Because all of the new cars... Uh, anything after any of the R56, 55s, any of the new cars have that pin in there, and that adjusts your front camber. You should always make that front camber the same side to side. And I guarantee you that there's no car out on the road ever anywhere that the camber is the same side to side. You could put it on the rack, yeah. any single car, brand new, off the factory line, it's wrong. Hmm, interesting. So, and Chad, do you do alignments there at Detroit Tune? We do, we do, and we've uh, we. That's one of the things we actually specialize in. So we we've done a lot of work with the alignments, and we figured out the good specs, and figure out you know what to do and and how to do it uh, real well. And uh, we've got a really nice clean alignment rack that uh, works real well. So you do it with ballast in the car. We do. We we put estimated weights most of the time within the driver's seat. Um, but if the customer's there, we'll have them sit in the car. We try to always make sure the gas tank is full. And, um, you know, but a lot of times the customer's not there, and we kind of, a lot of times we'll like, well, what did he weigh? I was like, well, he's probably around that 210, 212, you know, range. Uh, you know, so let's put at least 200 pounds in there, or we'll get certain kids in. It's like, okay, that kid doesn't weigh more than 150 pounds. So, you know, we've got uh, a bunch of old rotors that we've welded together and painted up to, so that they're not all rusty and gross. We put a sheet down, and uh, we uh, pop a bunch of rotors in your seat. So we... Uh, How come you just don't have, like, a, like, why don't you have like a test dummy, like a, like a buster from Mythbusters? Because you know how much one of those costs? <laughs> yeah, they're well, like you know 10, they're like 10 grand. I mean, but you're doing, I mean, if you want to make sure it's right, I guess. Well, and and you'd also have to have like ten different dummies there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now my dealer uses these giant big, you know, things with of uh, liquid that they'll set in there, and yeah. uh, they'll they'll balance the a little bit. So and that's I'll I'll tell you anybody getting an alignment, that's rare, really rare for a dealer to actually do that, and it's really rare yeah. that anybody puts ballast in. The only hmm. time you're going to find somebody that does ballast is somebody that is doing the specialty work. Those race car shops, people who are knows doing, what they're doing. Yeah, corner balancing and stuff like that. And even when I bought my alignment rack and my guy was, you know, you know, selling it to me and and setting the whole thing up and I was like, "Well, we can't we can't do the alignment. We need to put weight in the driver's seat." And he looked at me, he's like, "You put weight in the driver's seat cuz nobody ever does." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, we do." Wow. And he, he goes, yeah. "You're supposed to, but he goes, I, I don't know a single shop that does. And, and he was really impressed because we put the weight in the driver's seat. And, and like I said, we, I mean, we try to, whenever we can, we put the customer in the driver's seat. Um, yeah, back in that, 2004 when I had my my first Mini, um, I had a tire. I had a flat tire that I had to have replaced. And I went to like um, NTB or something like that because it was the only place at the time that could get me the size I needed. And they said, no, we can't do an alignment because you have to put ballast in there and we don't have that, so you have to take it somewhere else. They wouldn't even do the alignment on the car because they said, you know, it's got to it's got to be done with ballast in the car and we don't have that, so we're not even right. going to attempt. That's cool. Which I respected that a lot. Yeah. I respected that a lot. 
I had to, one time I had to take a, an alignment somewhere else. I mean, long, 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 long time ago when a shop that I was using all the time, which allowed me to sit in the car and stuff, uh, you know, and do my alignments. They, this shop would not allow me in the shop because they're like, well, it's against our policy. It's all this, blah, blah. I was like, well, come on, really guys. I, I understand your policy. I, I own the exact same policy for my shop, but. Right let's realistically, let's do this. I'm like, do you have ballast for the, and they're like, no, we don't. And I was like, well, how are we going to make this work? He's like, well, I guess you can't get it done. I was like, well, my customer still needs to have his car aligned. So we ended up having to not do it with that. And I've since then fixed that guy's car. But, but it was one of those things. It's like, wow, you are a national chain, a huge, you know, entity. And you are still going to do it anyways without the belt. I mean, that's just, you know, yeah, they they have tests for that when you, well, that's when you go through school. Yeah. If you're taking your car in for something, especially if it's alignment related, if you've got uneven tire wear or anything, you've had things replaced, be sure and ask them wherever you are, uh, are you aligning this car with weight in it, with ballast, if you will, is what we're calling it. You know, um, and, so you know, that's the, the correct way to do it. And along that lines too, I mean, they they need to check the uh, the tire pressure, make sure the tires are all the same, because if you have one tire that's at twenty nine and all the rest are somewhere thirty six or whatever, I mean, that'll throw your alignment off. So it's gonna pull. It's yeah, gonna pull. All of that stuff can be can be very very sensitive. So you know, there's a whole checklist of things that we do ahead of time as we're setting the car up, making sure it's ready for alignment. You know, we we check the air pressure. We we make sure it's got a full tank of gas. We we ask your body weight. You know things that are that are important to the alignment to make sure that you know things are going on. Because if you put a 150 pound guy in a car and align it to that, and then you get a 200 or 300 pound guy into that same car, it's going to handle different. So there you go. Thanks. Thanks for the question. Appreciate it. But take a, take a look at those top of the strut tower mounts, and I bet you anybody who owns an R56 uh, style car. Uh, if they don't have those pins pulled and they've had an alignment, you know, there's there's yeah. there's the telltale sign that uh, somebody didn't do it right. There you go. Um, of course, we love it when Chad answers your guys' questions, and I know you guys like it too. And if you do, click over to DetroitTune.com. Buy yourself some nice, easy, please. Kick. Nice and nice and simple. Um, I had some housekeeping I wanted to get taken care of. We're on Go Motoring Watch week two, and it's still not available. <laughs> Want to let you guys know? Go motoring still, <laughs> waiting for December twelfth. Oh, that's good. that's that's pure comedy gold right there. Moving on, um, we got an update from the uh, Anviv crew, who are taking a sabbatical on Anviv for 2014 uh, because there's so much other stuff happening in 2014. They're going to take the month, the year off. They've done ten. They're going to basically just take a break, kind of regroup, and they're going to bring back Anviv 11 in 2015, and I expect it to be pretty off the chain. Details about that are uh, easiest spot would be either at the Sin City Mini Club Facebook page or the Wire Radio Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, that was nice to see. And i got to say, I completely that respect that. I- I completely respect the decision to do that. It's time to hit the reset button, you know, pull, do a battery pull on Anviv. <laughs> do a battery <laughs> pull so on you... <laughs> Nice. But, uh, you yeah, know, they're, they're I, I also think that... A, they're going to turn it into a two-year event, biannual, um, opposite of Mini Takes Estates. Another reason to do yeah, it. For that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Although there are some people who, I, I, I saw this here, are still going to show up in Vegas this year, and they're going to call it Amphib 10.5 going rogue. <laughs> 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 you can thank Paulson for that one, yeah. He's going to make sure it's... 
That's totally oh. cool if they do that. I mean, that just that just shows the spirit, the uh, the ingenuity, grassroots the, right there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that, and that that's totally cool. But you know, I can sympathize with the people that are uh, the hosts of Anviv and the organizers. It takes a lot of work to do an event like that, and when you're doing it really every year, um, you know, you basically are over, and you're like, "Woohoo, that was a great year! I'm going to take next week off." And then you start for next year again, and it's it's a lot of work, and and that's why they only do Mini United every other year, and Mini takes the states every other year because it's a lot of work, and it's a full time job. So it really is. Well, uh, and hey, you know what, Amviv, take the year off, hit the gym, get good and ripped for uh, for Amviv eleven next year. Do battery pull. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So let's <laughs> let's get our calendars well, out. Well, eleven, everybody will have all new cars. You won't know who anybody is. It's going to exactly. be a totally different experience. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, if you want, I've actually, uh, they assembled a very nice list of other events happening in 2014 for us, uh, and I'd like to read those off to you quickly, if I may. Uh, coming up February 22nd of 2014, of course, is White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 500, live from Phoenix, Arizona. We hope to see all of you guys coming down to join us. It should be a lot of fun. Coming up after that is a, another event in Phoenix happening March 28th to the 30th called Southwest Mini Fest. Um, and then Mini Takes the States, July 26th through August 10th. Minis on the Dragon, April 30th through May 4th. Minis in the Mountains, no date yet, but that will probably happen um, if I had to guess at right in the middle of Mini Takes the States because that's how they plan it. Um, and then Mickey and Minnie will happen later in the year, as well as Minnie in the Ozarks, which is October of 2014. Very cool. Lots of good mini events to go to next year. And we haven't heard a thing about Mini United yet. We haven't. And normally, by now, I've been asking a lot. we would have. Yeah, so, yeah, but didn't they say that that yeah. was the last one that was ever going to happen, though? I think that was so us I saying. said. That was, uh, yeah, I predicted because the last one was really low uh, turnout. So, um, and we talked about this, but that's rumor in here. Right now. Did didn't we discuss? A, I, I think the best way to do Mini United would just be every year at Silverstone or every other year at Silverstone. Just boom, just do it there. Done. Don't yeah, move it all great. over the place. Just. Pick a spot, Silverstone or Zanvoort. Zanvoort was brilliant. Alternate between Silverstone and Donington Park, you know, like uh, just spread it, spread the love around England. Exactly, and, and just go done. That's gonna be the easiest way to do it. Which you know, I saw. I I watched Top Gear uh, last night. Rerun was on, and they were at Donington Park, and they were driving the new Range Rover autobiography, and. Um, they did it at the track there, and they set. They let the Stig set the track time in the yeah. new GP. That was a great episode. And he by did the way. it, and then they, they turned that that freaking Range Rover that weighs nine thousand pounds. I'm being hyperbole here. That Range Rover that literally does weigh like fifty five hundred or six thousand pounds beat the GP by three tenths of a second. Yeah, on the track. at Donington. It was amazing. That was a great episode. That was the final episode from last season, wasn't it? And they dig the big all the uh, different cars that are made in England. That piece at oh, the end. That was awesome. Brought a tear to your eye, man. It really did. It was brilliant. It was super. Because, you know, Jezza and Captain Slow and uh, Hamster, they, they have a <laughs> tendency to just be rubbish. You know? Uh, they'll do something and it'll catch on fire and they'll all, like, be killed or something ridiculous. Uh, but this time, they actually they did something and it was brilliant and it was awesome. 
Right. It's worth checking out. It was the last episode yeah. of uh, Top Gear um, from the last season. New season's next month. Super excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited time. for that. That and I, I'm Sherlock, which is that's for the shuttle cast, but I'm really excited for Sherlock. I've been uh, without cable television for the last oh, six, eight months now because uh, you know we're we're paying off bills and doing other things. So I downloaded all these episodes of Top Gear onto my computer from Motoring Alliance. So I've been going from about episode fourteen point six through twenty point whatever. Yes. And I've watched every single one more than once. Yes. For the last several months, so I could pretty much tell you any single episode of Top Gear. Verbatim. <laughs> yeah, I, when, when I'm just needing, some people like my dad, for example, at the end of his day, just to wind down the end of his day, he'll put on like a, he keeps recorded episodes of a Cash Cap on his DVR. Um, other people have other shows. <laughs> so Dad does. He's kooky like that. Hey, what Cash I do, Cap's a good show. I mean, it Cash Cap is a great things. show. Come on. But I'll go and I'll watch old episodes of Top Gear because I've got almost all of the seasons on my little home media server thing. Yeah. And I'll just go, oh, let's see. Let's go season 14. Oh, yeah, let's go watch them watch that race at BMW for 24 hours. Done. Yep. That's what I'll do. Good times. I like Top Gear. It's a great show. Great show. It's a great show. It really is. Um, I don't have anything else. It's, I mean, we've got a lot of stuff planned for 2014. 2013 was just kind of a nice, uh, relaxing year as far as Mini Cooper stuff is concerned. We hope everybody had a good year. Yeah. Sure, they also did. have their cars, and they're exactly what they want them to be. And exactly, yeah. But next year, those we got the twenty, we got the new mini coming out. Pretty exciting stuff. Yep. Oh no, I'm excited. We I, I like the, the uh, what happened in 2000. I'm really excited about the, the 500th oh, yeah. show is going to come up in 14. So that I mean, that's, that's right. 500th episodes coming up in 2014. Detroit huge, Tunes 10 uh, year anniversary. Uh, Shut drops, up. Uh, January uh, January 1st of 2014. Is it really? Ten years, yeah. Wow, Congratulations, Chad. I had no idea. Yeah. Yep. So we're, we're, I'm trying to like think of like some awesome sale or some kind of like woo, you know. So dude, that's rad. I had no idea. If you idea. got any ideas out there, uh, somebody should uh, send us an email at uh, info at Detroit Tuned or Chad that at White Roof Radio or awesome. any of the nine thousand other emails that we got that you know how to get hold of me. So. Nice. Or post it on the Detroit Tuned uh, Facebook page. Cool. Yep. That's very cool, dude. Nicely done. Congratulations. But we've made it, <laughs> ten, right? Yeah, we are. We're, we're yeah, ten years. That's a long time. Yeah, it is. Wow, Used man! Be- I, I hit my tw- I hit my twenty year anniversary this past March. I've been in business twenty years, so it'll be twenty one wow. in two thousand fourteen. Nicely done, dude. Cool. I've been in business longer than most of my customers have been alive. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, heck, that's the crazy free. thing, man. That is the that, Cool. Yeah. And next time you hear us is going to be virtually, although we'll probably do one show uh, before I hit Detroit for the North American International Auto Show, but that's yeah, going to be very soon our, here We haven't January. looked at our calendar for the end of the year yet. I'm oh, sorry, dude. Okay, you can't hear me. Yeah, that's okay. We're going to go on a 10-day uh, bender here as soon as we're done with the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, uh, we probably won't reconvene until the second-ish. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to talk offline about that. But we are um, – this is it for 2013, though. We had a great year. We did a lot of shows this year. We had a lot of great time with the uh, Google Hangouts. Had a lot of you guys join us, which was really cool. Um, we're super excited for 2014. I don't know about you guys, but I am super excited for 2014. Yeah. That's just me. I am. It's coming yeah. up. We can't stop it. <laughs> yeah, I can. Watch this. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <the whole thing. laughs> 
Uh, they're going to get emails and phone calls and texts, be like, where's DB? And he's like, he's sleeping. I'm sorry. He's sleeping. So he's he like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Leave so I mentioned, <laughs> yeah, I mentioned Wolfcast 500, February, uh, February next next year. Um, I've also mentioned Mini Takes the States 2014. You know, Wire Radio is your official home of anything Mini Takes the States related, um, and there's a full route map and details that we know so far, which is basically the dates, um, over at Wire Roof Radio. So if you ever need to know what's going on for MTTS, just click over to WireRoofRadio.com, do a quick search for MTTS, and you will find all of the MTTS information you can want. In fact, I think if you search MTTS on Google, Wire Roof Radio is the second or third choice. We own. Very nice. Mini Good SEO there, my man. Good SEO. <laughs> That's what we do, man. That's what we do. But we are done. I think we're done. Does anybody have anything else to add? No, sir. Okay. I did a battery pull on the Wire Roof Radio server, so everything's back up and running without a doubt. Cool. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Without a Doubt. That's a catchphrase, uh, catchphrase courtesy of our, our good friend uh, Jim McDonald, who is uh, complete. He is done. They have uh, dismissed him. He has been relieved from his duties at Mini USA. Congratulations, Mr. Jim. Enjoy your retirement. Sitting in a chair with his foot in the sand. That's what I'd be doing. Mai Tai. That's right. His phone's ringing. He'll be a bitch, please. And just toss it, <laughs> toss it away. No time for you. I was thinking more of drinking a Mai Tai going, my stapler. They said I can have my stapler. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for this with an umbrella. <laughs> no, that's not Jim. That's not Jim. No, that's not Jim, but that's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I can see Jim sitting on a beach, though, with a drink with a, like an umbrella or some kind of a crazy little garnish on it, uh, a big hat, a big floppy hat, maybe some zinc oxide on the nose. Nah, he won't be in a big hat. His wife will be in a big floppy hat, though. There should be ah, Jim, right Jim will be rocking the and big floppy hat. some stranger's going to walk some stranger's going to walk up to him, do the, the funky handshake, and ask for one of those little pins, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll be in yeah. some random spot somewhere a year from now, and some mini owner will totally yep. accost him, <laughs> for, the, for lack of a better word. Yep. And he'll be like, yeah, yep. how you doing? Now, how come this person's pretending to pee on I my leg like I a dog? I have a pocket full of them. Yeah. <laughs> you get shot in the back of the head with a squirt gun. <laughs> with a squirt gun. Right. That's it. Oh Good gosh. times. Good times. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jim will be missed. For sure. Uh, anyway. I'm, all right. Uh, Call us the show. For, gang, we're done for the night. This is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do, right? Click back over to whyroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback at whyroofradio.com. But until next year, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Merry See Christmas ya. and Happy New Year. Hope everybody has a good New Year. Okay. Reboot the system? Yeah, <laughs> reboot the White Roof Radio server. <laughs> there we go. Why not? No, because I works can't. Works for Windows, works for cell phones. Yeah. Just kidding. JK, LOL, <laughs> OMG. Do a battery pull. There you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? We'll do a battery pull on the White Roof Radio <laughs> server. Pull. Just email and be like, dude, this is running too slow. Battery pull. Battery pull on the server. <laughs>
dude, that'd be a, the best email ever. That would get passed around the office, and people would laugh forever. They really would. Hey, dude, battery pull. Merry Christmas. Battery pull on the bacon server, please. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. See ya. Thanks for joining. Somebody near a life house, a lighthouse? No, my vibrator thing went off. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so really, That's I thought this was a family safe show, Chad. Rules for the drinking game. I like Bill. Bill's on our team. Hmm. Uh, Anytime Todd says fantastic. <laughs> although he's been although he's been really good lately. Or anytime I laugh, I guess. Yeah, I've I've yeah, I try and catch myself. It was like the time I interviewed Jim McDowell and he said without a doubt. Like oh. that man said without in, in a fifteen minute interview, he said without a doubt it I was with you on that one. I had to turn my microphone off because I was chuckling I was I was laughing so hard because he just kept saying without a doubt. He oh. said Cox. <laughs> You ready? You want to make the best laugh at anywhere? Get all the girls in your office to tell, to say that they have cocks at home for internet service. That will get everybody in the office laughing. <laughs> cocks at home. Five cocks at home. Or take a, take a girl for burgers to five guys, and that way she can say, "Hey, I had five guys today." <laughs> nice. Yeah, you can do that too. <clears throat> so I'm going to go and turn this sucker off. Gang, thanks for joining us this year. We do appreciate it as always. We appreciate all your hard work and um, even trying to bother to listen to the show. We realize um, it's a big commitment, an hour a week, and we really appreciate that you spend that hour with us. Thank you very much. Uh, but until next week, next year, gang. Cheers. Later. Yeah, have a good holiday. <laughs>